0: All right, so it seems like we have weathered the overnight onslaught of rain uh but we're not quite out of the woods yet um forecasts are calling for uh it to start raining again in the heart of the morning rush. We're under that uh flood advisory till four p m so uh let's not get cocky out there let's 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 continue to drive safe. Well, yesterday as I was flipping around uh, the cable news channels and they said that uh, an indictment, a fourth indictment for Donald Trump could be coming at any time, they weren't lying. That wasn't just a tactic to keep me watching. It it, it really came at any time under cover of night. Uh, first got word of it about 10 p.m. and then around uh, 11 p.m. the details were released. Of course, Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, pronounced funny, not Fanny, like I originally thought. A lot of people are making that mistake. Uh, she announced 41 charges against 19 people for allegedly trying to overturn election results in Georgia late last night, with 13 of those charges being made against former President Trump. The indictment, which is uh, nearly 100 pages long, it accuses Donald Trump of calling Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, asking him to find enough votes to hand him the win, even though Biden won the state of Georgia. It also accuses his uh, 18 other allies of attempting to persuade Georgia lawmakers to appoint a new slate of state electors in favor of the former president. Um, We got word the other day, newly released text messages and emails, shows a plot one Trump lawyer uh, hatched, I believe it was John Eastman, who's also been indicted, uh, to tamper with voting machines in rural Georgia Uh, To steal Dale from it, Fani Willis gave the 19 defendants a deadline of of August 25th to turn themselves in and is hoping to bring them to trial within six months. Uh, So who are the uh, 18 other Trump allies who were indicted with him uh, last night in Georgia? This is Fox's Gary Baumgartner. I believe he's a local guy uh, with that part of the story. Among those charged, former Trump White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows and top attorneys Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, Kenneth Cheesebro, Jeff Clark, and John Eastman. In all, 18, in addition to the former president, charged with at least one count of violating the Georgia Racketeering Act. Giuliani issuing a statement to Fox News saying, this is an affront to American democracy and does permanent irrevocable harm to our justice system. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. Sorry, Gary, I called Gary Gary Um So some confusion yesterday. Fulton County Court briefly posted a document On its website, uh, showing 13, the 13 charges against President Donald Trump early in the afternoon, hours before the indictment was unsealed. I think people were still testifying in front of the grand jury. The document, it was removed, but not before it circulated on social media. And Reuters reported that Donald Trump had been indicted um, hours. I believe this was the afternoon hours. So somebody's uh, head is going to roll, I'm sure, over in the Fulton County government um and this might actually uh be televised as we know new york doesn't allow cameras in their courtroom so that eliminates the stormy daniels hush money trial uh being televised same goes with federal courts so the two uh jack smith indictments the mar-a-lago documents um the overturn of the election nationwide those accusations that trial Those won't be televised. But Georgia has no such laws when it comes to keeping cameras out of the courtroom. And um, I think that uh, there's going to be a large appetite on both sides um, for this to be televised in the name of transparency. Because the pro-Trump people, they don't trust uh, the government and the legal system to give him a fair trial. And the anti-Trump people uh, don't trust Donald Trump or the legal system. Uh, to bring him to justice if they feel like he's um, guilty. So this could be probably the biggest television event since the OJ trial. So we will uh, stay tuned, no pun intended. A quick update on the Maui wildfires. There are now at least 99 dead, over 1,000 still missing. Uh, 2,200 structures have been destroyed. 86% of those structures um, are residential. Some good news, 60 people who were reported missing, they were found hunkering down in a home. Um, 85% of the fire has been reportedly contained as of yesterday. But this wildfire, if you remember, last Tuesday before it it, it spread all over the uh, the islands, that was reported to be contained, um, and, and we know what's happened since. The two Nigerians extradited to Grand Rapids for the role in a, in a sextortion plot that drove 17-year-old Marquette teenager Jordan Demay to suicide appeared in court yesterday. Samuel Agoshi and, Samuel, uh, and Samson Agoshi, their brothers, are facing federal charges after allegedly posing as a teenage girl on Instagram and convincing him to send them ex- uh, sexually explicit photos and then threatening to send the pictures out to people he knew if he didn't pay them off. Jordan DeMay's parents, Jennifer Buda and John DeMay, walking into court. I always had this confident feeling that they would find who did this to Jordan. I, I just did. After they found these guys and indictments happened, you know, we knew it was going to be a long process, but not quite as fast as it actually happened. Mark Totten, the. Uh, U.S. Attorney for the Western District of Michigan out in Grand Rapids. He's working on extraditing a third Nigerian uh, over here to America to face charges uh, with this extortion plot. And uh, these guys face up to life in prison if convicted. The National Transportation Safety Board, they held a press conference yesterday about the investigation into the plane crash during Sunday's Thunder over Michigan air show at Willow Run Airport. NTSB Senior Air Safety investigation uh, Investigator sorry, John Brannon, he said the airplane, uh, which is a Soviet-era MiG-23 fighter jet, had made one pass down the runway. There were supposed to be three passes total, and then uh, there was going to culminate in a landing, um, and the two men that were circling around for the second pass when they experienced difficulty. Brannon added that the plane experienced engine loss um, and power issues. The airplane then went down, as we know, and landed on some unoccupied vehicles in the parking lot of a nearby apartment complex. And uh, it skidded about 500 feet, and, and and it actually stopped, I think, I think it was 12 to 17 feet from an actual apartment building. Uh, Twelve families have been temporarily displaced, but they're receiving assistance. The pilot, who is identified as Daniel Daniel Filler, He suffered serious but not life-threatening injuries, and his co-pilot suffered minor injuries. Both were reported to have been awake and alert in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. No word on if the two men are still in the hospital. A more comprehensive preliminary report is expected to be released in about 10 days, but the full report may take up uh, to two years, I believe. President Biden, he's weighing in on the big three UAW contract talks, which at times... Have been contentious, to put it mildly.
1: Because that's where it belongs, the trash, because that's what it is.
0: Biden released a statement yesterday, exactly one month before the deadline, um, outlining how he would like to see the negotiations shake out. He's asking that the auto companies ensure that the big three auto jobs can uh, support a family. The auto companies honor the rights to organize. The auto companies take every possible step to avoid plant closings, uh, he also asked that the auto companies ensure that when transitioning transitions are needed, the transitions are fair and look to retool, reboot, and rehire in the same factories and communities at comparable wages while giving existing workers first shot to fill those jobs um, as far as I can tell, these suggestions don 't really seem to ask much of the u a w but uh, sean fain u a w president he made it clear not too long ago that the union. Would not automatically back Biden unless he gave them a reason to. So um, that could be why his asks are so uh, pro-UAW. It's First Thing with Mike Parsons on WJR.
2: Guy Gordon and Lloyd Jackson are up next at 6. Now it's First Thing with Mike Parsons.
1: Up next, my eye. Whoa, 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 whoa.
0: We get get hauled right in here to to do our thing with Parsons. (laughs) Yes, we do. Uh, excuse me, guy, for the next nine minutes. This is still my show. <laughs> I'm going to be putty about it. I'm glad you guys are back in studio, by the way. Um, good it's good to, to have you back. Uh, I'm sure it was a wonderful. Uh, afternoon yesterday at the the March of Dimes Golf Classic. Boy, did we dodge a bullet with the weather! And yeah, it was beautiful, um, and,
1: and everybody had a great time. And thanks to the sponsors who made it all happen. And uh, you know, when you read the testimonials from parents that, that get these services from the March of Dimes, and you look at the fact that they had a child in the, in the NICU, things that you know would just crush our hearts, how much those services mean. those parents it's it's just a wonderful thing so
0: doing the lord's work yeah Uh, other than that not much going on slow news day oh Um, yeah Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I needed to wear a hat for all the crap that was raining down yesterday. Well, and late, too. Yeah. And very late. Well, I, you know, I, I, I've i said this a couple times already this morning, but, uh, it, you know, I, as I was flipping around watching the, the cable newsies yesterday, they kept saying an indictment can come at any time. And I thought, oh, that's just a tactic that they say to keep me watching the news. But it really can come at any time. It really un- came. Under cover of night, and we all know that... Uh, uh, Fannie Willis, who I've been calling Fannie Willis this whole time, I'm very embarrassed. Uh, Fannie Willis, the Fulton County District Attorney, um, she announced an indictment yesterday uh, against former President Trump and 18 allies for their alleged role in trying to overturn the uh, election results in Georgia. And uh, I, I, I was caught off guard by it. I was under the impression that the uh, there were still people set to testify today, um, but we believe they were moved up. And I'm wondering if um, this this gaffe where somebody accidentally posted a document on the Fulton County Court website announcing 13 charges against Donald Trump moved up their timeline. Could have been, I mean, could, could this, you know,
1: when you look at the credibility of the justice system, especially among Republicans, uh-huh. it is so devastated you know and then you have something like this that looks like the fix was in and it, it certainly could be used by those that are saying you know that they weren't oh, following yeah. the process mm-hmm. they just keep shooting themselves in the foot on these things
3: yeah they do and it's it's going to um it's it's going to continue uh the conspiracy theories and and everything will continue because of this this you know it fans the flames
0: well that was my first thought too i mean you, you know you've got uh you know all these people out there the the what the fort the ninety nine mules wh- whatever that was called that two, crowd 200, 200, mules. <laughs> 200 mules I undercounted <laughs> two, I,
1: no two thousand mules you're selling them short <laughs> by at least nineteen
0: hundred mules <laughs> yeah you, you got the multiple mules people out there that have a, a a bunch of uh evidence uh quote unquote evidence that they like to put forth about a guy like you said the fix was in and that was my that was my first thought when I saw this well if people want want to call conspiracy theory. Uh, you know, this, this does lead some credi- credibility to it. I don't know how that happened. I'm pretty sure that someone's head is going to roll down in Fulton County today. Um, but I, I we're going to be hearing this term a lot, RICO charges. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyone who knows what RICO charges are and can explain them, simply raise their hand. It's your Influence can.
1: Corrupt Organization, yes. I believe is that's an acronym. It. You yeah. are absolutely
0: right. Um, So the the one big difference between this indictment and the other three indictments is that this trial might actually be televised. Um, The one in New York for the Stormy Daniels hush money, that won't be televised because New York doesn't allow um, cameras in its courtrooms. The other two, the Mar-a-Lago documents and the nationwide um, election overturn uh, attempt uh those are federal charges so uh cameras aren't allowed in federal court but georgia has no no laws against that and if this if this goes if this is televised i think it's going to be the biggest tv event probably even bigger than the o j simpson trial well, and 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 the
3: prosecutor said that she wanted this to be done in 6 months Right, no. I disagree. I don't. <laughs> you
0: disagree. I, I don't think
1: this is going to be OJ 2.0, and I think it's because people are fatigued. I think a lot of people have already made up their minds about Donald Trump. I think those that are against him have already convicted him. I think those that would convict him uh, probably aren't going to watch because they uh, they've already made up their minds. I think that the level of fatigue and confusion over this and we're going to be getting into this with a guy that did a survey, a focus group with 13 different uh, Michigan swing voters. All of them who voted for Trump in 2016, Joe Biden in 2020. All 13, by the way, neither one of them want those guys to run again. Yeah, right. All, right. They all want somebody new, and they all love Gretchen Whitmer. Different story we'll get into. But they, they they couldn't tell you what the indictment was last week. They thought Fulton County was last week. Right. And they still confuse it with, of all things, Stormy Daniels. So the people are not connected to this case the same way that they were O.J.
3: But don't you think that some of the 70 million people who voted for Donald Trump are going to be watching it if it's televised because they want to see something and say see that's some corruption that's that's that you know what i mean they're going to be looking to find some some stuff that they can use
0: see and lloyd that's why i think it will be such a big event because because there's distrust on both sides right the pro-trump people have distrust in in the justice system so they want to watch and they want to scrutinize to say aha Uh and then the people who don't like donald trump You know, they've seen him skate time after time after time again. So they're going to watch and say, aha, see, he's skating. (laughs) See, I I think you're making
1: my case for me. I think it's the very lack of trust that makes people say the hell with it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to hear it. We'll see we right. we we get a ringside seat we sure do yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: well and, and and you're right i think uh, you know if if i wasn't here every day i wouldn't i would need a scorecard um for <laughs> <Honestly>. <laughs> for for all the names you want to sell a program <laughs> so just to come up with a publish
1: a program and get out there and uh, sell outside that outside the
0: courthouse yeah
1: indictment programs get your indictment there programs you go. yeah yeah cuz 19 different defendants all being tried at once
0: according to the prosecutor yep How... Oh. Confusing will that be? We will try to wade through it all together on JR Morning next. The last thing each day is to set an alarm for First Thing with Mike Parsons. 760 WJR. Detroit Lions Radio Network color and commentator Lomas Brown played 10 seasons for the Honolulu Blue and Silver, five of those as an All-Pro. And at Friday night's Lions preseason game against the Giants, he was surprised with news that he was being inducted into the Detroit Lions Ring of Honor. Big fellow talks about that moment and what it meant to him on J.R. Morning.
1: We know that uh, scoreboards are often used, Lloyd. You know, for uh, marital proposals. And, you know, they also <laughs> tell you the score. Yeah, but yeah, there are those sometimes frequent surprises, happy birthday wishes, something right. like that. And one of our dear buddies. Uh, got a nice little surprise at Friday night's uh, preseason game with the New York Giants. Lomas Brown looked at the scoreboard, and he got a lot more than the score, and he joins <laughs> us live this morning. Lo, good morning.
2: Hey, good morning, guys. How are y'all today? We're good. We're good. We're great, we're good. and we're
1: so excited for you. But just give uh, folks a, a quick, a quick little synopsis of what happened Friday night when you checked out that scoreboard.
2: Yeah, man. You know, God, man, my wife threw me a, a six—a surprise 60th birthday party earlier this year. It went over my head. Everybody knew about it <laughs> but me. <laughs> and then the other night, man, Rod Wood comes up in there. And, you know, he's just nonchalant about everything. And I know we normally have him in there every year to do the interview. And, yeah, I was just standing there and he was like, you know, I want you to pay attention to the screen. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like why? Then all of a sudden, man, I see it. Man. It was just overwhelming. It, it really, really was. I, I got caught up in the moment and my family was there. I can't wait for October the 30th and to be able to share it with the rest of the alumni that are coming in for that game.
3: And Lomas, uh, let the people know you were inducted to the, you're going to be inducted to the pride of the lions. Let people know what that is. Yes,
2: yes, yes. I'll be up there. I think I'll be the 19th member of the pride of the lions. And, you know, I'm be so thankful to go up there with the greats Herman Moore and Lim Barney, Barry Sanders, Jason Hansen, you know, it'd just be nice to walk in there and just see your name up there with, with the greats. So I'm just really, really thankful and appreciative.
1: Well, I got to tell you, we were more than a little surprised, I guess, that you weren't already, already there. there right? We, you were all, you were already in our pride of the lions, my friend. You'd already made it. Yeah, yeah.
2: You know, it was something that Rod said that to me too. So I know some things laid on down in life. Uh, You know, I have to sit down with you guys and kind of explain the whole thing. But there's a little story behind that, too. So we'll have to talk about that one day over a cold beverage.
1: (laughs) Ah, well, okay. Well, come on out to Indianwood. We have many of them out here. (laughs) And we'll give you a chance to swing a golf club you know it was it was a nice come from behind victory in a preseason game friday night such as it is but in terms of the things that you saw what got you excited about some of the second and third tier guys that we saw
2: yeah god man i said there was a couple of guys going into that game i wanted to watch one was jack campbell because of that size and that athleticism in the middle of that uh, defense I mean, that that can be a very, very valuable piece for us. And he played outstanding. I thought he was aggressive all game long, and he was going downhill making plays. The other guy was John Kaminsky. I mean, I loved his game last year. I just think he's a great compliment or a great replacement with Aiden Hutchison in there. And man this guy did everything I thought he would do. He set the edges on defense. He was he pursued the quarterback. He was relentless all game long. So he was another guy that jumped at me. And then you talk about Brian Branch, a guy that man that coaches raved about him and I wanted to see what all the raving and the hype was about. Where well, he showed me what it was about. So I think they got a lot of young teachers, and, again, if these guys could continue to get playing time, they're only going to get better and better and better.
3: Lomas, I, I just want to say to you that you've always been a, a positive uh, presence in, yeah. in the Lions organization. Also, you're kind of like a, a bridge to the fans. Everybody, when they see Lomas, they know you know the Lions. And, you know, Lomas, you could have – You could have done anything you wanted to after your playing career, but you decided to still stick with the Lions and be here and be part of the community, and and that means a lot. So I just wanted to say that to you.
2: You know, I really appreciate that, and and little things like that. Yeah, you talk about the athletic things that I did, but, you know, I appreciate being known for what I do in the community, and that, that really does mean a lot to me. So I really appreciate that.
1: Well, yeah, you, you have become such a, a presence in the community, both charitably with your work with the Lions. But it's it's just great to have you here and and uh, that we still get a chance to talk every now and then here on WJR. We couldn't be more excited for you, pal.
2: I really appreciate that, Guy. I'm I'm looking forward to October the 30th. Actually, I'm looking forward to this whole season because yeah. I think it might be something special growing. Might be. You don't want to get ahead
1: of yourselves. Uh, right, I've, right. I've I've, I've guys, drowned in I've drowned in Kool Aid before. I'm,
2: I'm sipping. I'm still sipping. I'm still sipping, guy. I'm gonna start guzzling. Hopefully, midway through the season, I can start guzzling. But I'm sipping right now.
0: Sipping. You've made some predictions before, Lomas. So I don't know if you want to predict anything well, about this year. Well, right? You
2: know, back in '95, you know, I kind of got out of that uh, guarantee and that prediction business because I wasn't very good in it, but you know, I can guarantee, I'll guarantee this, at least nine wins. I, I guarantee they'll do what they did last season long, so I can guarantee that.
1: <laughs> All right, well, we'll, we'll take we'll that. We'll take that. And uh, then if they deliver a few more, you'll still be right. <laughs> <laughs> right?
2: Right. <laughs> I like it. I like it. You're right. Play the odds. Play the that, odds. There you go.
1: <laughs> Lomas, thanks so much. And, again, we couldn't be happier for you and your family and the honor they're going to bestow on you as a pride of the Lions come October 30th. We'll be cheering there for you.
2: Guys, I really, really appreciate
1: you. All right, All right Lomas. Well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved and one of those guys. And, and uh, take care, my friend. And, and you're so right. You know, we, we have uh, – So many of these connections that we have in the world of sports, Nick and Lloyd, are temporary. Yeah. Because guys just don't – you know, we saw with Jim Price, he he stayed here uh, after his career ended. You just don't see that anymore. You
3: don't.
0: Yeah, Lomas won a Super Bowl in Tampa. Like, he could easily just have picked up and brought his family to Tampa Bay. Hey, I won a Super Bowl here, and we're going to spend our lives here. No,
1: he came back to Detroit. He's from Florida. I mean, he came back to Detroit. And we still have guys like Calvin and, and Barry that sure. uh, that come back and show up for different things. And uh, we're hoping to see Calvin today, which would be uh, very exciting, and, and have a chance for our golfers to have a, a little bit of uh, upfront time with him, which would be you know, really special. But
3: and Lomas even stayed after being picked up from the airport in the Hooptie. you know i mean driven to the silver dome which 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 is worse than
1: a slightly used waymo or cruise taxi in san francisco Francisco. right (laughs)
0: lomas brown talking to the jr morning crew uh yesterday live from uh the 42nd annual march of dimes classic and uh we'll have to talk to guy Uh, When he gets in a little bit later for crosstalk to see how much money they actually raised. It's first thing with Mike Parsons on WJR. So we weathered the first round of heavy rain overnight, but uh, we're not out of the woods yet. I was just watching uh, Ashley Barracy on uh, WDIV Local 4. And uh, it looks like uh, a, a nasty system, or at least uh, heavy rain itself, is moving into the West Bloomfield area and making its way east. So it uh, could be a very uh, messy morning commute, a lot of rain. So uh, let's, not, uh, let's not get cocky just yet and uh, drive carefully out there. Other than that, not much going on. By the way, Donald Trump's been indicted for the, the fourth time Last night, uh, really late, when they say that indictments can come at any time, they mean it. Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, she announced 41 charges against 19 people for allegedly trying to overturn election results in Georgia late last night. I think uh, the indictment was delivered around 10 o'clock and then um, unsealed and and, and, uh, everything in it was revealed around 11 o'clock. Um, 13 of those charges are being made against former President Donald Trump. The indictment reads almost 100 pages and accuses Donald Trump of uh, calling Georgia's Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger and asking him to find enough votes to hand him the win in Georgia, even though Joe Biden won the state. Donald Trump maintains it was a... Perfect phone call, whatever, whatever that means. It accuses his 18 other allies of attempting to persuade Georgia lawmakers to appoint a new state, a new slate of state electors. Say that times 10 times fast in favor of Donald Trump. Uh, Newly released text messages and emails. They also show a plot. One Trump lawyer hatched to tamper with voting machines in rural Georgia uh, to steal data from it. Fonnie Willis gave the 19 defendants a deadline of August 25th to turn themselves in and is hoping to bring them to trial within six months. Uh, Among the other names that uh, have been indicted, uh, former chief of staff Mark Meadows, uh, former Trump attorney Rudy Giuliani, former Trump attorneys John Eastman and Sidney Powell. Uh, and we got a unexpected sneak peek of this indictment, and and I hope uh, I hope this is looked into because this was a major gaffe. Yesterday afternoon, while the grand jury um, was still seated and Fonnie Willis was still presenting her case to the grand jury, um, somebody posted on on the Fulton County's government website a document that showed the thirteen charges against Donald Trump, which. Ended up coming to pass, but the problem was um, it. Uh, the, the grand jury was still hearing evidence, and that document was taken down quickly, but not before it made the rounds on social media and was picked up by Reuters. So um, somebody is in very, very big trouble over there, I'm sure. Uh, let's take a look at Maui. At least 99 people are dead, and officials are warning that that toll um, could have 10 to 20 people added to it a day for the foreseeable future. Of course, there's over a 1,000 people still missing. Uh, 2,200 structures overall have been destroyed. 86% of those structures are residential. A little bit of good news, uh, 60 people who were reported missing, they were found hunkering down in a home. 85% of the fire um, is allegedly contained as of yesterday, but if we remember last Tuesday when this wildfire started before it, it, it spread all over Maui, uh, it was reported last Tuesday to be contained, and we all know what happened after that. Two Nigerians extradited to Grand Rapids for the role in a, in a sex extortion plot that drove 17-year-old Marquette teenager Jordan to made a suicide Appeared in court yesterday. Samuel Agoshi and Samson Agoshi, their brothers, are facing federal charges after allegedly posing as a teenage girl on Instagram and convincing Deme to send them sexually explicit photos of himself and then threaten to send the pictures to people he knows if he didn't pay them off. Uh, Mark Totten, he's uh, the U.S. attorney for the Western District of Michigan. He's working on extraditing a third Nigerian national the men face up to life in prison if they're convicted. National Transportation Safety Board held a press conference yesterday about the uh, plane crash during the air show at Willow Run on Sunday. NTSB senior air safety investigator John Brannon says the airplane, which is a Soviet-era MiG-23 fighter jet, and the fact that it um, manu- was manufactured overseas during the Soviet era is actually going to complicate the um investigation but he said that uh, the mig 23 fighter jet had made one pass down the runway and they were planning on making a total of three passes culminating in a landing they were circling around for the second pass when they experienced uh, engine loss and power issues the airplane went down landed on some unoccupied vehicles in the parking lot of a nearby apartment complex Twelve families have been temporarily displaced, but they're receiving assistance, and they might be able to start going back to their apartments today. Uh, The pilot identified as Daniel Filler. He suffered serious injuries, but not life-threatening injuries, and his co-pilot suffered minor injuries. Both were reported to have been awake and alert in the ambulance on the way to the hospital. Um, A more comprehensive preliminary report is expected to be be released in 10 days But the actual report could take up to two years um, to to come out. The pilots actually landed in Belleville Lake, where they were rescued by a couple of boaters. So um, the best possible outcome all around. A group of former law enforcement officials in Mississippi who call themselves the Goon Squad pled guilty yesterday in a brutal attack of two black men. Here's Fox News' Evan Brown.
1: Five former Rankin
0: County, Mississippi, sheriff's deputies and a former police officer from the town of Richland, Mississippi, pleaded guilty to assault and other crimes involving two black men. The former officers are white. One of them fired his gun in the victim's mouth, not expecting it to go off. All six officers huddled up on the back screened-in porch to discuss what to do. They devised and agreed on a false cover story. From the court proceedings, those former officers who made their admissions in a federal trial are expected to be sentenced to decades in prison. Eben Brown, Fox News. Well, we all know how contentious the UAW Big Three talks have been.
1: Because that's where it belongs, the trash, because that's what it is.
0: President Biden, he's actually weighing in now on the contracts talks. Uh, He released a statement Monday, exactly one month before the contract deadline outlining how he would like to see the negotiations shake out. He is asking that the auto companies ensure that the Detroit three auto jobs can support families. Uh, I I guess that's what people are calling them now, no longer the big three. Uh, He's also asking that the auto companies honor the right to organize. The auto companies take every possible step to avoid plant closings, And that the auto companies ensure that when transitions are needed, the transitions are fair and look to retool, reboot and rehire in the same factories and communities at comparable wages while giving existing workers the first shot to fill those jobs. Well, more bad news when it uh, when it comes to gas prices, they went up to an uh, additional 15 cents last week, giving us record high prices for 2023. For the second week in a row, we're now paying an average of $3.91 a gallon. That's up 44 cents from a month ago. Still about 15 cents less than one year ago, but who cares? The spike is being blamed on OPEC in Saudi Arabia, cutting production and refinery issues down south due to the heat being compounded by increased demand. Highest prices in the state are in Jackson, Marquette, and Traverse City. Least expensive, Benton Harbor, Ann Arbor, Metro Detroit, uh, which is ten cents cheaper than Jackson, and the National Retail Federation says that families are expected to spend a record of forty one point five billion dollars on school supplies this year. that breaks down to about eight hundred and ninety dollars per family. biggest expense is experience, is expected to be electronics like laptops, tablets, and calculators uh, those Those are running at about three hundred and twenty six dollars a household They're throwing clothes and shoes as the top expenses. College students expected to pay even more at $1,367 per family. That's up $337 from last year. Clothes and accessories are expected to be the largest expense in that group. It's first thing with Mike Parsons on WJR.